Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and today I've got Jim Song with me, who is the co-founder of Jim and Dad's Brewing Company. Um, I did talk to Jim、uh, some time ago, I think earlier this year, and、uh, talking about the brewery, the beer that, the awesome beer that they make, and everything. But you know,、uh, with COVID, I thought that maybe we can get an update just how things are going, if there's any change, and whether the business has been affected or anything like that. Hi, Jim. Hi everybody. Hi Shirley. Yes. Now I hear that right now you're over at the brewery in Yilan. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Last time I said, you know, I want to interview you again and just see how everything's going. You were saying that、um, not to interview from Tuesdays through Thursdays because you're delivering beer. Is that right? Yeah. So now you're like part of the delivery team or something? No, no. We did a new product launch, so we had a we have a new beer out. Oh, it's a it's kind of like a dessert beer, so、ah. it's brewed with.、Um, uh, it's kind of based on a lemon a lemon cake, and we we put like lemon juice, a、uh, lemon zest in the beer, and then we add、uh, some lactose to to get that creaminess of the cake going. <laughs> so it's kind of kind of like a dessert beer, and we were doing a launch, so I was, you know, delivering、um, the cake and beer to、uh, a bunch of people. Okay. Well, look at you! We're in the midst of COVID, yet you are launching new beer. This is totally amazing. Can I say that COVID did not affect your business at all? Oh no, no, no! It's <laughs> it's been terrible for,、really? for I think for 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 everybody.、Um, Tell us about we were, it. We were initially going to do this beer launch uh, as uh, an actual event、um, at our Taipei location. Um, but we were able to do that because, you know, obviously with the lockdown and stuff. So、uh, what we have to settle on is um, just um, doing it online. So sending these beers to、uh, people we were going to invite,、mm-hmm. and、um, you know, <laughs> getting them to post it, and and it's about it.、Um, so in terms of product launch or marketing, that's definitely been a Um, you know, a lot of、uh, affected us a lot, and、um, in terms of、um, sales, obviously, because、uh, a lot of beer sales is、um, you know based on on-premise so、uh, consumption. So people drink at bars and restaurants and 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 during social events.、Mm-hmm. So without these things, beer sales is very slow, and you know,、um, so yeah, definitely affected、um, uh, affect everybody. Really, I was actually thinking that maybe then people would settle for bottled beer, and you do sell bottled beer, right? Yeah, yeah. But、um, so this is a funny thing.、Uh. Um, Taiwan,、uh, in Taiwan, the law is still that you cannot sell、uh, alcoholic beverages over the internet、uh, at all. I didn't so, know that. <laughs> so yeah, so that's a big problem. So、uh. if you want to purchase alcohol, it has to be on. On at, at a shop or at some place like that. Okay, so, so then people、um, order and then they they come to the restaurant and pick them up themselves. That's okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,、so、it has to be it ha- has to be a sort of a physical pickup. Okay, but、um, then people are、so、not really into that. Oh, but what about using Food Panda and Uber Eats, those delivery servers? 
Um, no. I, yes. Uh, I don't think it's allowed. I don't think it's allowed. So that's so not that's allowed either. Problem. Oh, I have yeah, no so idea. Yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah, oh. it's a big problem for for the industry. So, uh, I mean, people are trying to trying to um, you know, um, you know, get around this lockdown. But I, I really don't see um, I really don't see a way forward without uh, the government kind of um, loosening up a bit, at yeah. least during the lockdown. Mm. Um, but you know, there, there's no indication of that yet. So just kind of pulling through, you know. Okay, so trying to pull it through. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying that if only the government would ease some restrictions on that, uh, especially during lockdown, what specific are you talking about? Like to uh, allow I mean, delivery or uh, through yeah, the delivery service? Sort of, to, okay. Okay. Yeah, some sort of um, you know, I'm sure there's a, a happy middle ground where um, you know, because the main concern obviously is that people. Um, a lot of people, um, um, you know, are concerned that you're going to get youngsters, people who are underage, buying it. Of course. So, uh -huh. so um, there must be a happy middle ground where we could come up a way where we could make sure that the people who are receiving it is um, of above the drinking age, and so letting a, a letting um, our distributors being able to sell these uh, products, right. sell, sell sell the beers. Um, so give an example. Um, and, and like, even even uh -huh. just during lockdown, even just during the lockdown, you know, you revert it. You could revert the rules back to whatever it was uh, after the lockdown. It doesn't matter, but at least during lockdown, you know. So give an example. Like, how do you think it would be done to be to be safe? Like, for example, like people, I mean, they order over the phone, and then you find a delivery service to send it over to their house and they asked to show their ID and you um, take a photo yeah. of it or I don't yeah, know. I mean, I'm sure you've thought through it. So what do you think? Yeah, I, think I mean, I think there's, there are many ways to do it. I think uh, what you mentioned is, is one of the ways, obviously um, they could, um, you know, we could, or we could go through um, if, if, if you don't trust the delivery person to actually check the IDs, yeah. uh, you could at least uh, go through maybe like, a convenience store maybe so people can order online and pick up at a convenience store because oh. right now people can only pick up at certain um you know for a lot of distributors we can only pick up at um at uh, your shop uh, itself yeah 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 but uh -huh. you know convenience store clerics check ids all the time so yes um if if we could deliver to those locations they could pick it up um Ooh, that's, that's that's i think that's to me that that's very easy yeah to do but that's but, like adding um, load on the um, convenience store staff workers because I'm, I'm just playing the devil's advocate because they're already getting a lot of packages from, you know, where people can pick up from the convenience stores. And, you know, I've had my colleagues saying that every time he wants to get a candy bar and then, you know, the people at the counter at the convenience store is like busy with all the packages and trying to figure out whose package belongs to who. And they're like sprawled all over the floor. And I'm thinking that if we add on Jim and Dad's beer packages, <laughs> would that be, I don't know, it could be a problem? I think right now, uh, because of COVID, every, every convenience store uh, shipping is obviously uh, clogged up. Mm. So, I mean, this is just an option, you know, a yeah. thought. Um, sure. Obviously, um, the one you mentioned works very well. I think um, Uber drivers or, or Food Panda drivers is an idea. Mm -hmm. um, um, perhaps we could have an app where 
um, you have to scan people's IDs yeah, or something. I was thinking about I mean, that. I mean, I mean, the, all of these all of these I think are doable. Um, are ways to do it. Um, yeah. You just have to decide on one way. You know, every every way is going to have um, um, you know c costs and, and benefits. But yeah. you know, it, but not taking action. You know, inaction is is probably um, a lot more damaging than than mm -hmm. trying to solve the situation. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. I think the the industry, the sector that's affected the most is restaurants and food and beverages. And yet, you know, uh, I mean, humans need food and beverages, you know, like they can't live without it. And it's like the most important sector. And yet it's the one that's affected the, the heaviest, you know, during this COVID. And yet I'm thinking like the government is like, I'm sure they're swarmed with all the different sectors and industries saying that, hey, let us open up or, hey, do something so that we can still run our business. They just can't handle it all. I'm just assuming, you know, just standing on their side, trying to trying to trying to see it from that point of view, because like even even with like who should have priority getting the vaccines, you know, and, and then in this case here with you, I mean, I'm thinking everybody's saying home. And then they say, yay, that means we can have like football games. Let's have beer and popcorn or, you know, and, and pizza and all that kind of stuff. You know, just staying home in the comfort of their homes. They can have, enjoy beer. And yet I realize that it's really hard to get the beer to them because of this COVID and all the regulations and worries and concerns from the government? I, I think it makes sense. Um, you know, usually I would say it's up to, uh, up to the customer to, to decide, obviously, too. Um, people, if they mm. really wanted, if they really want to be able to, to purchase this at home, yeah. uh, they could talk about it. But, you know, it's a, it's, I think it's a cultural issue as well. I think um, oh. In Taiwan, the Taiwanese culture, when people, you know, ask about, oh, I, I miss drinking, people are like, oh, this guy must be lazy or this guy must be an alcoholic. No, you know? really? You know what I mean? Oh, I think, I think really? There's that, I think there's that notion that if if you're trying to help out the, the people in the beer industry, it's uh -huh. like, oh, they're not serious business, you know. Beer is not a serious business. Alcohol is not a serious business. It's it's oh. it's for people. It's for people who are lazy, who who are violent and lazy and, you, and, and you've have, actually, you know, you've actually heard that. Uh, yeah, I've actually, really? um, um, so, so recently there, there, um, I think a Taipei city councilor, um, tried to, uh, speak for you, you know, guys, uh, talk a bit about n not us, but uh, you know, like, uh, cocktail bars and stuff. Yeah. And, and there was, there were backlashes like, oh. oh, you know, everybody's, you know, it's vaccines more important, you know, why would you only only young people only young lazy people like you counselor you only you would care about alcohol everybody's oh. caring about you know it's like uh, people automatically assume people in the alcohol industry are, are just uh, very debauchery and all oh. that stuff you know they don't associate it with something more um something social that, yeah you know, or, like, or something just normal like normal, a, like yeah, a, like, yeah yeah, yeah. Most people are sane drinkers. Most most people don't drink uh, to to get drunk uh, or you know yeah to you know escape problems or to, right. to most people don't drink and drive. Most people don't you know drink and you know abuse mm. their spouses or, mm. or abuse their children. But you know that's uh, I think there is a there is a a negative association oh, okay. um, in Taiwan, especially beer. I think um, with really? uh, these things. Yeah, wow. I, I, I do feel that, especially 
uh, on the news and, and the media, whenever there's news about alcohol, it's usually a negative. And mm. it's, I think it f- affects people's mindset that this is not a serious industry and people, you know, people are not trying to make a living here, you know? Oh, wow. Well, hey, let's go out on a more positive note here. Yeah, you were yeah. you were talking about in the be- no no no, and you were in the beginning. You were talking about you launching a new flavor. I really yeah, want to learn right. more about this. This is so amazing. Is there really such a thing as dessert beer? So dessert beer is something that's um, that is um, it's been popular in the U.S. for I think a year or two now. That's okay. two or three years, I think. Yeah. Um, so the idea is to try to replicate a a dessert, the flavor <laughs> of dessert, and the beer. That's uh, I think it. I think it started out with uh, people making like a, you know a chocolate cake beer or a, <laughs> or or a brownie beer, but, really? but then it, it it evolved into everybody <laughs> making all of these crazy kind of dessert beers. Oh wow! And um, yeah, it's not as popular uh, in Taiwan yet. So um, this time we we part. Um, do you know a, there's a uh, quite uh, uh, famous like a dessert place. Called uh, La Ruban, I think. Uh, I, I only yeah. know the Chinese name. Oh. The Chinese name is called Fa Pong, uh, and um, no. they're 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 in Dongchu, and okay. um, they make um, they make this um, their best-selling cake, I believe, is a uh, they call it the Grandma's Lemon Cake. Ooh, and, sounds and, good. Yeah, and it's very <laughs> it's it's not as sweet, but it's very um, zesty and, and delicious. It's got that all that great uh, flavor of the lemon inside mm-hmm. and. And so we talked to them and said, you know what? Let's make this your signature cake into a beer. Uh, oh, and wow. it's been six months coming, uh-huh. and we were we were planning on this whole launch event, a good part, a good launch party. But you know, obviously, we had to cancel yeah. and uh, settle for this uh, <laughs> online kind of announcement. I guess. Uh-huh. Who would have thought that beer business would be affected so much during COVID just because you can't order online and have it delivered to your home in Taiwan? Well, next week, join me as I speak more with Jim Song about dessert beer. That I'm also learning for the first time. You can tell I'm no expert in beer. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin. 